Hi, my name is John, and this is my good buddy, Andy, and you're listening to the Packers Blitz Podcast, the podcast done by two diehard Packer fans who survived the dark times of the 1980s Packers football and live to talk about it. This podcast is dedicated to the world's greatest fans, Packer fans. Andy, let's go. Let's get just right into it. Let's rip the Band-Aid off and let's go. <laughs> Let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My, I just, you know, everything hurts, John. My heart <laughs> hurts. My head hurts. Everything hurts. Doesn't just it took though? A, took a swig of water trying to, you know, Doesn't keep everything it? lubricated there. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, that lubricated, baby. Yeah. It, yeah. I hear yeah. you. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> I don't know. Here we go. I don't know how this is going to go, but a good thing I wrote out some things because right. uh, yeah. otherwise yeah. this would have been the sh- you know shortest podcast we've ever done for sure. So, <laughs> so all I, all I'm going to say is 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 two things to start all off right. here. Um, number one, that we got jinxed by Colin mm-hmm. Cowherd all last week. Of course, he put the Packers in his top ten NFL power ranker rankings, or oh. what he he calls it his heard hierarchy then he made a bold proclamation that the Packers would make the playoffs oh no well that all changed Monday night didn't it (laughs) yeah uh uh, Packers fans all over the globe uh, are now in mourning for what might have been if Colin hadn't opened up his mouth yeah uh the second thing (laughs) <laughs> the second thing that I wanted to say to start off here, um, exactly a week ago, uh, according to A to Z Sports, Zach Reagan, and this is what he said, uh, is a quote from him, mm-hmm. based on the schedule, there's mm-hmm. absolutely no reason why they fail, end quote. <laughs> That was in reference to oh. the fact that the Packers and Matt LaFleur had an unbelievable 16 and 0 record in December. Yeah. Had and yeah. was the second longest December winning streak in NFL history. The Chargers, uh the San Diego Chargers mm-hmm. had 18 straight mm. from 2006 to 2009. Oh, interesting. Of course, we got jinxed again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that streak ended at 16 when the Packers lost to a team yeah. that Zach Reagan thought they, had, they that they couldn't possibly lose to. Mm-hmm. Epic jinxes. Yes, sir. Epic. So, Epic. any thoughts and comments on that before no, we before no, we move on tonight? No, it's just the jinx. It's the same thing they do. You you know when you have your field goal kicker up and whether you're, you know, whatever team, it doesn't matter. Right. And, and what do they say? How do they jinx them? They'll go like, Hey, uh, Andy is 30 for 30 and field goal attempts from inside 25 yards. And then what happens to Andy? Shank. Yep. (laughs) There goes the ball wide left. Yep. Yep. So, So stop. Okay. Laces out. Laces out. Laces out. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, so let's get into yep. it, buddy. Yeah, so so I'm I'm so distressed mm-hmm. and depressed mm-hmm. after right. the Packers' 24-22 loss at the hands of quarterback Tommy DeVito. I had to take a big deep breath on that. And the now winners of three in a row, oh uh, the New York Giants, uh, they won three in a row. John, they were two and eight, and now they're five and eight. That's uh, you know. I'm so I'm gonna I'm so depressed okay. <laughs> and and distressed and everything that I'm gonna make a solemn vow to everybody that this will mm-hmm. be one of our shortest podcasts tonight. Okay, it probably won't go. be, but we're gonna give it a shot. So yeah, we're going to. Um, so yeah, again, the Packers uh, unfortunately uh, had a demoralizing loss, uh, 24-22 to the Giants. Um, you know, John, as we as I talk a little bit here, if you want to chime in, go yeah, right absolutely, ahead. So, buddy. So here are some of the harsh realities oh for a young six and seven team. Yep, we're now six and seven. Everybody, oh we're below five hundred again. Yep. Uh, so some harsh realities. Um, so here's my take after this tough loss as a lifelong diehard Packers fan. The Packers are fools gold, mm-hmm. fools green and gold. So, so everybody out there, fool's gold is something that appears valuable or someone thinks is valuable, but in reality is worthless. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. here it is, Packers fans, including me, were bamboozled. Oh, bamboozled. Bamboozled. Look that one up. Bamboozled into thinking that the Packers were golden after two impressive wins against two division-leading teams, the Lions mm-hmm. and the Chiefs. Yeah. However, in reality, the Packers made us Packer, Packers fans look foolish. So, John, were you fooled or bamboozled too? No, you know? uh, because I texted you. Yes, if you remember, you I texted you. Uh, and I said, I said to my, I said to Andy, I said, Andy. I I'm worried about this game. And I said, hold me. And he sent me back a nice little gif with John Lithgow holding uh, one of his co-stars in third rock from the sun a sitcom back in the nineties is very funny. If you want to go see it, because I just, I was sitting there and I was working on some stuff and things just started popping to my head. Like, you know, this is the perfect game. For Danny DeVito, I mean Tommy DeVito, to break records and look like an all-pro because we do that <laughs> to journeyman quarterbacks. We do that to quarterbacks who are well four starts under his belt. It, it just, you know, I said I I know this. I just know. I have a feeling. So uh, I wasn't saying bamboozled or fooled. I just had this sick feeling in my stomach like we're gonna blow this we're gonna find a way to screw up and unfortunately i was right so yep a lot of people were calling it a trap game that kept coming yep. up in articles trap and whatnot game. people were calling it a trap game for the mm-hmm. packers and it and it was we fell into yes, that trap didn't we mm-hmm. um i think for me i realized that john um as i was watching anders carlson kick some of his field goals and he he made a couple but he just made them exactly he just made them and i was thinking to myself anders just doesn't seem focused tonight no usually he would be kicking it pretty much down the middle and he wasn't so it just seemed one of those games that 
everybody was just a little bit off. Yeah. And then of course Anders missed that that crucial field goal toward the end of the game. Oh. I think it was a 45 yard order. We'll talk about that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Special we'll teams didn't play very well, by the way. No. But anywho, we'll talk about that later. So it just, just seemed like one of those games that just wasn't gonna go our way. Uh kind yeah. kind of almost from the get-go. I know we got up seven nothing and everything looked great, but it just seemed like every time we yeah, got ahead, right, yeah. we found ways to mess it up and let them back into the game. So yep. So back to harsh reality, right? Um, so yeah. Emmett, Emmett Prosser of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel was spot on with his comments relating to this Packers loss when he said this. Apparently, many fans decided despite having the youngest team in the NFL and missing Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, and Jair Alexander, the Packers were just supposed to waltz into New Jersey and loudly proclaimed to the NFC wildcard competitors who the boss was mm -hmm. for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. But that's why we play the games. <laughs> mm -hmm. End quote. Well, John, Packers fans, the Green Bay Packers football team, lesson learned. There are several reasons, several, uh, sorry, lessons for this young team. Uh, play to win, not to lose. Don't underestimate your opponent never never be too overconfident and control your own destiny so those are some some valuable lessons don't you think mm -hmm. john absolutely absolutely so so tying in with that the packers you know controlling their own destiny and whatnot the Packers went from a 69% probability to a 50% probability of making the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the Vikings yeah, were now at seven and six. They beat, <laughs> they beat, who did they beat? Oh the Three to nothing. Okay, whatever. Um, the Vikings now have a 62% chance Give of making it. Or they have a better chance than we do. The Bears and the Giants, both at five and eight, are still in it too, thanks to the Packers, the Packers. taking care of business on the yeah, football yeah. field. They, the Packers, they are now tied uh, at six and seven with five other teams. That's right, five. Five. <laughs> Saints, <laughs> Falcons, Buccaneers, Seahawks, and Rams. The Packers are still in the hunt. However, they have no margin for error left. If the Packers go 4-0 the rest of the way, they have a 100% chance, John. There you go. Packers fans, 4-0, they got to go. If 3-1, they have anywhere from an 89% to 98% chance. Yeah, that no depends problem. on who they're playing and who they beat and who they lose to. Mm -hmm. If they go two and two, they have a six percent to about a thirty-six percent chance, depending again who they yeah, yeah. who they win and who who are yeah. you know who they lose mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. If they're one and three, that's less than one percent. And of course, if they go zero oh and four, they're out of it. So yeah. uh, pretty much, if they go one and three, they're out of it too. Uh, so win and you're in. They need to win all four games now. Right. Uh, to make to make matters worse, John, yeah. go ahead. No, I was just say really, really, really quickly, so everyone understands, okay? I looked at the remaining schedules for everyone today. Here's the thing. 
I think the Vikings are screwed, and I'm glad they're screwed because they have a ridiculous schedule. They have on their schedule three winning teams remaining. The Packers have one. <laughs> and here's the here's the Vikings schedule. So the Vikings, so you Minnesota fans out there, you got to go to Cincinnati on Saturday. You just barely beat the Raiders. Barely. Okay? And you scored a whopping total of three points. Then after that, guess what? They go to Detroit. I think they played Detroit. Detroit comes to Minnesota. Then we come to Minnesota. Green Bay comes to Minnesota. Then it's either they go to Detroit or Detroit comes to there. I didn't look at who's where. So they played Detroit twice in four games. There's no way in hell, heaven, and earth they're going to sweep Detroit. It's not no. happening. So that's a split. Mm-hmm. I don't think they beat Cincinnati because Cincinnati's on a roll right now. And yep. for God's sake, running. Yeah. And for God's sakes, if this is the game to show that we can actually make a difference, this is the game that the Packers have to win, which they have not done that. And granted, we have, we'll talk later. We have Tampa Bay coming up, which my God, I don't, we always have trouble with Tampa Bay. Then we have Carolina, which is a hot mess. But again, what did we think the Giants were? A hot yep. mess. Then we go to Minnesota, and I believe that is another stupid Sunday night game. So we got to listen to Collinsworth again. Um, and then the Bears okay, game. Face. Yeah. The Bears. Oh, my God. Then the Bears game is TBD right now because if the Packers are in it to win it, they're going to make that game. Guess what, folks? A Sunday night primetime game, just like they did with Detroit. And, oh, my God. So that means we could, Andy, we could have Collinsworth twice <laughs> in the last oh, four games. If that doesn't want to make you run into a wall with your head, I don't know what is. So anyway. I'm going to put on uh, Wayne Larravee and Larry McCarron. I yeah, put on Larry that, but, and and Wayne yeah. and have them not know what down it is. <laughs> yep. Anyway, That's it doesn't matter. Horrible. It doesn't matter because we, like you said here in your next point, to make matters worse. <laughs> yeah. Take it from there. And I did want to add, John, the Lions don't have an easy schedule either. No, I don't they think don't. They play a single team with a losing record moving no. forward, and that includes, no, of course, the Vikings twice. So the Vikings I, right yeah. now are seven and six. So Hang they, they and I'm not saying Minnesota is tough, but they do have a tough schedule. The Lions do uh, moving Minnesota, forward. Minnesota, god damn! Yep. How did they get to that? Are they a whole? I don't know. Yep. Anyway, go yep. on. Justin, Jeff- Justin Jefferson's hurt again, though. So. Yeah, that yeah, hurts. Going to make it tough for them. Plus, they can't figure out who their quarterback is. Quarterback, I think yeah. they have Nick Mullins in there now. So <laughs> whatever, can't figure so, it out. Hold on, hold on, hold on, really quick. Uh, I'm just going to go through this really quick. So this is yeah. Detroit. They have the Broncos on Saturday, so that's not tough easy. Game. The Broncos come to the Lions. 
Mm-hmm. Then the Lions play the Vikings. So the Lions are at the Vikings um, on Sunday, uh, Christmas Eve. Then the Lions go to the Cowboys on December uh-huh. 30th. And the Cowboys and, don't lose at home. And the Vikings then come to the Lions uh, last game, January 7th. So you're right. The Broncos are no pushover. The Vikings, nope. who cares? Uh, but Cowboys, yeah. So, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think the I'm probably wrong. The Cowboys, I believe, are like have won the last 15 games at home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in a row, they're on. So uh, they're, they're almost on. automatic at home. So that's yeah, probably yeah. a loss, I would assume. Oh, that's Although okay. the Lions do play well in uh, in you know good setting and in a dome yeah, yeah. situation. So yeah, who knows? Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, to make matters worse, the Packers had a legit shot. Had a yeah. legit shot to win the yeah. NFC North. Mm-hmm. And win the division. Of course, they blew it by losing on Monday. The Lions got manhandled by the Bears <laughs> and lost on Sunday. Uh, they they got their butts kicked. They did. Um, they did. They they got manhandled. They A win did. by the Packers uh, against the Giants, and they would have been only two games back. But mm-hmm. now, of course, they are three oh. games back. Yeah. In addition, the Lions only play teams again with winning records moving forward. The Packers missed a golden opportunity to, to possibly win the division. Yeah. Division that yeah. the Lions did not won again in 30 years. 30 years. <laughs> Since the days of Barry Sanders. Yeah. Uh, on top of it all, I don't know if you knew about this, John. Uh, the Packers' defeat allowed the San Francisco 49ers to qualify for the playoffs already. Yes, so I figured I'd bring that up. One of our favorite teams to talk about. Oh, right? great. So that yeah. made matters worse. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, here's some uh, harsh realities why the Packers lost. Let's go through some of those. Uh, Matt yeah. LaFleur said it best. This is what he said. When you're bad in all three phases, you lose the game. End quote. Thanks, yeah. Matt. <laughs> That's true, though. Captain on offense, idea. so on yeah. offense, Jordan Love, who had been so good with protecting the football, turned the ball over twice. He had a fumble and an interception. Just like all of October, the Packers' offense made too many crucial mistakes and left too many points on the field. Also, it didn't help that the injury situation went from bad to worse as the game progressed with Dontavian Wicks going out. He had an ankle issue, and Jaden Reed went out with a concussion. Uh, He also went down. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, again, I didn't realize uh, Reed was out. I don't know if I wasn't paying attention, but uh, he was concussed. Yeah, two of So two of our uh, main cogs, uh, main receivers, were out right at, you know, toward the end of the game. So that didn't help. Again, both the pass offense and the run offense lacked explosive plays, just like was happening throughout October. Uh, You know, okay or subpar offense doesn't cut it in the NFL nowadays. So I just wanted to add that. So you're not going to win playing offense like that. I know we scored some points, but um, we left a lot out there, John, and, and that's why we lost yeah. the game. Uh, we yeah, didn't protect yeah. the football, and we left a lot of opportunities out on the field. So mm-hmm. uh, the Packers were also uh, not okay on defense. Jeez. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, so, again, a harsh reality. Huh? 
Uh, as Jacob Westendorf from SI.com wrote, this is what he said, the blueprint for the game should have been simple. Make Tommy DeVito beat you with his arm, end quote. <laughs> yeah. That didn't happen, did it, John? No, it didn't. The, uh, nope. The Giants had given up 69 sacks for the season. The Packers got zero. Yeah, I know. Zero sacks during the game Ridiculous. and only two quarterback hits. Mm-hmm. Only two, John. That part mm-hmm. really struck me. Okay, you didn't get any sacks, but two quarterback hits? Really? Yeah. To make matters worse, our pass rushers allowed Tommy DeVito to escape the pocket with undisciplined rushes. Yes. The defense also had no clue how to defend the run pass option. The RPO did it. Mm-hmm. Had no clue how to uh, how to uh, defend the, the, all the scrambles and the designed runs for the opposing quarterback. As a result, the rookie, undrafted, third-string quarterback, DeVito, rushed 10 times for 71 yards. He was actually leading them in rushing, John, up until the very yep. end of the game. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. The Giants ran, and John, you already know this, for 209 yeah. yards. Uh, yeah. 209 yards. It has happened again and again mm-hmm. and again and again, four times in 2023. Uh, unbelievable. It's yeah. just unbelievable, John. It keeps happening. Yeah. The biggest problem for the Packers on defense was its game plan and Joe Barry. Oh, Everyone, this is right. This is for me, John. This is from the heart. Everyone could see it. Uh-huh. You play zone all night, all night. You play mm-hmm. off these pedestrian Giants receivers. John, yeah. we, you know, Packers fans, we had zero pass breakups. Zero. Yeah, yeah. And you don't change a thing the entire game to stop the run. Stop yep. the run. Yeah, yeah. Let Tommy DeVito beat you through the air. Correct. Just an idiotic game yeah. plan. Yep. Just an yep. idiot for a defensive yep. coordinator. And I'm just going to yeah. stop there. Uh, yeah. John, you want to chime in on any of that? You know, I the way, you know the way I oh feel Oh, my God. Pathetic. I, wanted, I, I want to do hashtag fire, <laughs> Man. Uh, you know, Joe Barry. But here's something that's uh, someone when I was – I always like to listen on my way home after I cool down a little bit. <laughs> this took a it's lot. Mark Tauscher again? Down. No, Lillian I didn't Tausch. listen to Tauscher. I listened to um, a guy in 1670, and I always forget his name. He's actually pretty good. And he was like, okay, you had all your healthy guys. You had Kenny Clark. You you know, you know, had Rashawn Gary. Uh, you had uh, Preston Smith. You had Lucas Van Ness. And they couldn't generate pressure against a makeshift offensive line. And it's easy to say, well, Joe Barry should do a stunt, twist, blah, blah, blah. But are you, but really? Does he really need to do that when you have someone of Rashawn Gary's caliber, of Preston Smith, who's been playing really well, of Kenny Clark? Yeah, he's in and out. Lucas Van Ness, he, you know, he's still learning. But come on, guys. You had four guys against the makeshift offensive line that given up over 60 sacks. I mean, what? 
69. That 69. So <laughs> almost 70 sacks. So, but here, here's my thing that okay, so I'll give you that. I'll let you have that. But here's my thing. When Quay Walker is not in there, there's a huge difference. Like J- Jair Alexander, yeah, there's a little difference here and there. Yep. Yeah, you could you could say that. But when Quay Walker's not in there, it's huge. I, I love Isaiah McDuffie. I love that guy. He's all heart. He he he's a good tackler. He's a smart guy. But speed, but. no. <laughs> there is no well, speed. Yep. And I nope. guarantee you, we have a healthy Quay Walker. I'm not saying we win this game because we we screwed up a lot. But if we had a healthy Quay Walker, I'm guaranteeing you, Danny DeVito, Tommy DeVito, is not running for 71 yards. He might get a couple, you know, here and there. Might run off a 20 yarder, but he ain't running for 71. He's maybe like. I don't know, five rushes for maybe 30 yards or something because we all can't set the edge again. We all cannot spy the quarterback. But the thing that bugged me out of all this is, is at the end of the game, we are playing prevent defense, basically, against a bunch of no-name receivers who are lucky to be in the NFL. And I don't care what you say, there isn't a star or an up-and-coming guy and that whole freaking team and we're we're i mean Keyshawn nixon what are you doing <laughs> like seriously guy you're just like oh hey look uh, he ran past me i guess oh you know i don't know i mean you what they should have he done, wasn't even close to him to right, wandale what, robinson we let him right. go off for over 100 yeah. yards too. so here's my thing wandale play, robinson seriously the guy was acl last year yeah right you play man coverage, and I, I get the argument with man coverage. If he gets by you, you're screwed, you know, because if you don't have the safety help or whatever, and he gets by you, yeah, you're screwed. I, I, I get that. But <laughs> come on. You can't let these guys get by you, and you can't. But they were giving them, uh, they were yeah. giving them cushion. Yeah, 20 yard cushion. At last drive, cushion. they were giving them. Um, you know, Carrington Valentine, he was 10, 15 yards off the receiver. That's what I mean. Are you insane? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, who are you you're exactly. not playing Debo Samuel. You're not you're not playing right, uh, you know, the top guys out there. We're exactly. not playing and you what, can play what, prevent, but you don't you don't let them get out of bounds either. They no. were not keeping them in bounds because they no. were giving them such a cushion. So so here's so. the here's the thing that that drives me. So that drives me nuts about Joe Barry. He'll play man when he should play zone. He'll play zone when he would play man. And then I'm thinking, did we blitz on that? So I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna re. God forbid, but I'm gonna go back and rewatch some things. I'm like, why didn't you at least try a you know a zero blitz or an all out blitz? Are you. Come on, you telling me he's going to handle that? Uh, a guy yep, gotta make under- him uncomfortable, yeah. John. Ma- right, he's make something. him right. And and if he throws the ball, if you do like an all-out blitz, right, and you basically have maybe three guys in coverage, or whatever the hell you want to say, you're just coming at him. Come on, you telling me we couldn't have got to him? That's bullshit. That- they had John. They had way too much time. 
They have way too much time, time on the time. clock. You cannot play defense that way. You could not give them that prevent. You could not just let them go down the field. All they had to do is kick a field goal. That's what I'm saying. And they saying. had way too much time in the clock. They had too many it, timeouts. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was just, just didn't make like any sense. Everybody it had, and uh, if you're not familiar with this term, you should be. Uh, it's called brain farts. <laughs> I, when you just, like, we've all been there where we're, like, sitting there thinking about something, and we're like, now what the hell was I doing again? Like, what was I, I, I was, I'm in this room for a reason. Now what? And you have that brain fart, right? Oh, I can't remember the name, or or why was I in this room, or what was I thinking of? And the, the whole damn team had that. And I just was watching it. I'm like, what, what are we doing? And, and it's not on Joe Barry, per se, on this one. It was execution. It, it, it was just so many things. And you see our secondary, which really sucks, when we just are not playing physical and we're not up for the game. Kansas City, we are up for that game. Detroit, we are up for that game. You just could tell. You could smell it. But this game, we were like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just like we said yeah. earlier, they totally underestimated the opponent, totally weren't ready. And I, that's who's that fall to? That's Matt LaFleur, you know? So, anyway, special teams, Rich Versace. Yep. Another, another harsh reality why we yeah. lost. Yeah, there was just an article on him just, just recently that, yeah. that, uh, I didn't put that information in here, but he's catching some heat now, too. Yeah, he is. And I'll tell you why in a second. So on special teams, the Packers had too many stupid penalties. An illegal blindside block by Anthony Johnson and a personal yeah. foul Dumb. for kick-catch interference by Rudy Ford. The Packers mm -hmm. have a league-worst 20 special teams penalties, Jeez. by the way. John, did you know that? 20. Yes, I did. Okay. Keyshawn Nixon. Keyshawn Nixon. Keyshawn Nixon fumbled a punt, which oh, yeah. turned into a giant go-ahead touchdown. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Packers had three crucial turnovers on that night. Mm -hmm. uh, Anders Carlson barely made two field goals, but missed a 45-yard field goal with mm -hmm. the Packers trailing 21-13. That would have helped the cause. Yeah. So I figured that would add that one in. And so you can't make every single one, I understand, but he just looked oh, a little bit off yeah. all night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, again, harsh reality why we lost. Uh, the head coaching was suspect. Uh, Matt yeah. LaFleur lost mm -hmm. the challenge in the first half that cost the Packers a timeout and potentially more points. I think that was Wandale Robinson again. He made the catch along the sideline. He was, there was no doubt, it was right along the Packers sideline, but yet he challenges yeah. it and the guy yeah, was right. in. Everybody yep. could tie, even in real time, you knew he was in, yep. right? Which was mm -hmm. kind of dumb. So from yep. that standpoint, we would add another time timeout toward the end of the half. Uh, you know, that could have been points for us. So, Correct. you know, again, he called a reverse. This is the one that got me. He yeah, called a reverse boy. on a two-point conversion. Yeah. Would have put the Packers up by a field goal at the end of the game. And again, that was to Jaden Reed. You're at the two-yard line or whatever. And you're running a reverse like that. Running that takes reverse. too long to develop. Develop, yeah. 
when you got two yards, everybody is in that combined space, all the defenders. Again, mm-hmm. dumb. That was a dumb call. Dumb yeah. call. And I think LaFleur owned up to that after the game, but yes, I'm sorry. You, you got to have a better better uh, idea of what you want to run than mm-hmm. that yeah, on right. that play. You should know that before the game starts. Right. You should have one, two plays, maybe three, whatever it is, yeah, your right. go-to play. That would not mm-hmm. be one of them. That would not be one of the top three plays, John. No, no way. So no. again, dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, it so it took a, a total team effort in all three phases to beat the Lions and the Chiefs. They did right. that. It also required a complete team effort to get beat by the Giants. Congratulations to the Packers. Horrible offense, defense, and special team teams mm-hmm. uh, performances. So, mm. but. Now we're going to switch gears and we're going to get positive, John, if that's all right. Yay! We have something to add. So no, um, we're going to talk about some positive things. We're going to talk about, because I love astronomy, uh, we're going to talk about Packers, Packers supernovas. Hmm. So supernova, rookie tight end, Tucker Craft looked really good. He mm. had four receptions for 64 yards. He didn't mm. go down easily. He had no, some, he some yards after the catch. He had some yak. Yeah. Nice hands. He caught the ball. All yeah. four of his targets, he caught all four. Yeah. That's that's the first key. Catch the ball. Uh, Tucker right. picked up some key first downs and had a 43-yard chunk play. So mm-hmm. hats off to Tucker Craft. He played great. Uh, you know, Luke Musgrave isn't here. And so he has stepped up big time. So supernova, that's what I'm talking about. Another supernova rookie wide receiver, Jaden Reed was the Packers best ball carrier. He rushed. If you can believe that he rushed four times for 38 yards and a score. He caught a team high eight passes for 27 yards, only 27 yards, but he caught eight passes. Uh, he led the team in that respect. Uh, he was the only player on offense who looked and played special, John. So yeah. I, I'm calling him a supernova. All right. uh, another supernova, undrafted rookie wide receiver Malik Heath caught like his it. first TD to put us up by one at the end of the game. So actually he caught two touchdowns because that first one was a touchdown too. I'm telling everybody we yeah, I saw it, another yeah. game earlier in the day. And on that yep. same play, that same call, they call that a touchdown. Don't get it started. You catch with the, the ball. You have control. Two feet it's down. Bullshit. You make a football move. He are, he took a step. Then it got knocked out. Yep. That's a touchdown. That so that would have given us more time on the clock, John. Right? I yep. could just go off on this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there would have been a chance we would have got the ball back and maybe been able to win the game. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Right. Who knows? But we'll never know, will we? So we won't. Thanks to the refs. Yeah. Yeah. So the so the the su- last supernovas that I wanted to mention, the Packers fans. We heard a lot of go pack go during that game. Yeah. They are the best fans in the NFL and travel with their team and give the Packers their undying support. So Absolutely. that's off to them. So usually you don't hear that, but that's happened a lot this year. So I wanted to yeah. to give a shout out to the Packers fans. They are supernovas. And then, uh, John, Packers, uh, you know, any players of the game (laughs) that you could think of? Uh, I've only got two. Uh, Tucker Craft and Jaden Reed. I already talked about those two. I have nobody, 
nobody on special teams and nobody on the defense. I've got Tucker Craft and Jane and Reed. They're it. Uh, nobody else deserved a medal, uh, an award uh, for, you know, after the game for their, you know, how great they were. Um, only Tucker Craft and Jane Reed. That's it. Yeah. That's so all I've two got. Quick, two quick things off of that. So, people, if you're diehard football fans, I'm going to change. I originally said Tucker Craft could beat Gronk, but he's 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 physical, but he's not that physical. Uh, but he came no. up with a guy that I thought was a guy you know, for the 40 Winers, um, Brent Jones. Now, that is a way back machine. You got to go back and you got to look at Brent Jones highlights. The reason I say that is because Brent Jones was just one of those guys, just found a way to get open, would, would get some yak. He, he wouldn't run over every, anybody. He wasn't smashing your teeth in or anything like, you know, some of the bigger tight ends in there. Um, but I, I really like what Tucker Craft has done. He, you can see the confidence growing on him. And I'm begging, I'm begging you, Matt LaFleur. I'm totally begging you. Once Musgrave comes back, whether it's this season or next season, because by the way, he has a lacerated kidney. So you don't know what that means uh, for the, for the guy, right? You know, either you want to risk it or you don't, but he's a young guy. I don't know if I want to risk it, bringing him back, but we'll see. But imagine Andy Tucker craft and Luke Musgrave, two tight ends. Yep. Musgrave has already shown he can get open and he can make a difference. Tucker Craft is, again, I'm begging Matt LaFleur, figure out your game plan, okay? If things start to go sideways, get it to the tight end, okay? Because the linebackers are going to have trouble, big trouble, trying to cover either one or both. And that game plan can help you win games. Instead of giving Jaden Reed the damn ball on the same damn play and having him be concussed, I think this is his second or maybe even third concussion. I mean, jeez, yeah. let the kid you know, get in there. I get it, but let's figure this out. So anyway, uh, the other quick thing is with Sean Gary, We've been Andy <laughs> and I have been him singing up. your praises, have been yes. praising you. What happened? He I don't know, Rashawn Gary. Did you eat something before the game? Did you did you need some Pepto? Because he looked like he had S-H-I-T in his pants. There were times where he was rushing the quarterback, and then he like, oh, there he goes. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of jogging after yeah. him. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, those RPOs <laughs> where he didn't know where the ball was. That no. happened several times. So yeah, yep. he, he just looked lost. And I'm yep. like, are you sh are you come on, man? So anyway, what do you have to say about Rashawn Gary before we get the black holes? <laughs> well, he's in the black holes. <laughs> okay, so we'll so we're gonna talk about some negatives now. Unfortunately, everybody, we got talked about the supernovas, the and now supernovas. we're gonna talk about black holes. So we're only referring to astro astronomy when we're talking about black holes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the first black hole, 
Uh, we aren't calling the people names. This has nothing to do with, you know, what everybody thinks this has to do with. It, it has yeah, nothing right. to We're do, not... just everything to do with astronomy. Okay. So yeah. black hole. Keyshawn Nixon had a really bad game. We already talked about that. Really bad. Really bad. Uh, he got beat consistently, de uh, constantly defending the pass, including a crucial 32-yard reception to Wandell Robinson to set up a game-winning field goal. We already talked about that. He couldn't tackle. He had that crucial fumble on a punt, which again, they scored a touchdown off of that. Um, so black hole again, not good. <laughs> not good, John. Uh, another black hole that I wanted to talk about, cause I can't let this one slide. Jair Alexander and shut your damn mouth. Yeah. Saying this again, WG Brady of Des Detroit sports this is from Detroit. Even called him a big mouth. Yeah, yeah. A big mouth in capital letters <laughs> in one of the articles that he wrote. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Alexander really likes to make predictions, especially when he doesn't play. Great idea, Jair. Just continue mm -hmm. to give the opposing team bulletin board material. Yeah. If you aren't going to play, why would anyone care what you have to say or think? Yep. Shut your pie hole, mm -hmm. black hole. So now we're going to talk about the next black hole. And let's see, you have something to say to Jair that I haven't already said to him. But he no, really didn't need right. to shut up. You're right. You're no, you're absolutely right. Right. Get in here and help us win some ball games. Win dude. some games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we've been winning ball games without you anyway. And we didn't win last week, but it, man, I don't know if it would have made any difference if you would have been in the, in the no, lineup or not. It would have made a difference. Come on. Would, no, no. But just shut it. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. So another black hole. Unfortunately, Jordan Love regressed oh, backwards. That uh, sucks. The yeah. wind at MetLife Stadium was affecting his passes. If anybody didn't notice that in the first, especially <laughs> in the first half, just float that football up there then. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Jordan, you were very lucky that you didn't have four interceptions in the first yeah, half alone. Right, there must have right. been at least, John, four passes, five yeah. pat or more. Mm -hmm. It could have been intercepted. They're like, wee! Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Up in the air, and it's like yeah, they're like up a, in the air forever. Yeah, yeah it's like a um, kite. If, you if, know what the hell's You going know, on. if the Giants would have a better secondary, they probably <laughs> yeah, would have intercepted God. four of oh, them. Easily. But those passes easily. weren't even close. Mm. And we had some receivers that were open, not maybe not wide open, but they were open but enough, were open. and he couldn't yeah, get yeah. the ball to them. Mm -hmm. So anyway, yeah, Jordan Love not his best game. So um, anyway, so again, Rashawn Gary, black hole, uh, black holes for the entire defensive line. Jeez. That included John uh, Rashawn Gary, yep. uh, who looked totally lost totally trying lost. to figure out who had the yeah. ball. Yeah. This is by far the his worst game as a his Packer. Worst game. I, I absolutely I think it was his worst game. So yeah, not a good shout out for him. So no, he was not good. Uh with starting linebacker Quay Walker out, and I know you love Isaiah McDuffie, but I'm saying black hole. Uh mm. he tried to fill in. He yeah. got caught out of position multiple yep. times, John. If you were watching some of those runs, yes, he, did. he was getting caught up in blocks and he looked mm -hmm. slow. Yeah, uh, he had stuff. filled in admirably most of the year, but he wasn't a difference maker no. on Monday night. He was no. especially slow in pass coverage, by the way. Absolutely. And yes, a absolutely. lot of the guys he was trying to cover were wide open. Wide open. So again, 
another black hole there. So yeah, yeah. Any more black holes you want to talk about, John? Or are we gonna move on? <laughs> move the on. whole damn game was a black hole. Uh, yes. So I will into take an over abyss this of despair. Yeah, you know. So I will take over this segment, uh, and I'm working on a theme song. I got to figure something out here. I got to get a piano or something because it's Ask Andy. Okay, okay, what? Okay. So one thing really struck me interesting during the Eagles um, Cowboys game. Andy and I were watching it. We were texting back and forth. And I and the, the head coach of the Eagles, um, I always forget his name. Um, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Head coach of the Eagles, he loves Al Harris. Like he, he was praising him, and he says one of the things is that he thinks Al Harris should be a defensive coordinator in the NFL. Al Harris right now is the defense's backs coach for the Dallas Cowboys and their secondary is one of the best secondaries in the NFL. If you haven't noticed, uh, and he's doing a very, very good job. And so the question I'm going to ask Andy is, yeah. And it's Nick Sirianni, by the way, is the Nick Sirianni. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. He's a good coach. He's sometimes he gets a little bit mouthy, you know, sometimes yeah. he's like, yeah, dude, shut up. All right. You know, you got a good okay. team. <laughs> so w- would you, Andy, hire L Harris, like I said, he's defensive backs for the Dallas Cowboys to be, please, our new defensive coordinator. Cause we're not keeping Joe Barry in the off season. I'm telling you. No, we are not. Hopefully before the <laughs> end right. of the year. What do you got? From um, maybe the conservative Green Bay Packers approach of hiring defensive coordinators who have been de- defensive coordinators before needs to end and end now. Hmm. Uh, maybe the Packers need to hire someone that is hungry, someone that can invigorate the defense, someone who has the passion and the fire to remake the defense in his own image. Maybe that person is someone like Al Harris. John, remember that play he made in the 2003 NFC wildcard game two decades ago? Yep. Harris made Seahawks quarterback Mac, Matt Hasselbeck eat his words. The <laughs> game went into <laughs> overtime where at the coin toss, Hasselbeck famously said, we want the ball and we're going to score. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> During the second overtime possession for the Suckhawks, he threw an interception to Packers cornerback Al Harris, which promptly he promptly returned 52 yards down the sideline for a touchdown. It gave the Packers a thrilling 33-27 overtime victory. By the way, that is ranked the number four interception of all time. Nice. by NFL Films. Interesting little tidbit. Nice. Very interesting. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like Al Harris, you just have to anticipate. And that's what uh, Al Harris said after that when he was being, uh, um, he the, the uh, reporters were in the locker room. He said mm-hmm. he it was anticipation. He had to anticipate and make mm-hmm. an aggressive play. Maybe yeah. the Packers organizations should start doing that. 
-hmm. anticipate who may be an up and coming defensive genius guru and hire that guy right now. The Packers do not have that guy. We need that guy. So does that answer it, John? Yes, it so does. That John hopefully is, maybe and, it is Al Harris. And he's under right now Dan Quinn, who has turned the Dallas's defense into one of the best. You know, I would argue San Francisco number one right now, uh, Dallas number two. I would argue that. Um, I'm sure you can throw other teams in there like uh, Philadelphia, but they're starting to slip. You can throw Baltimore in there. They still have a pretty decent defense, Cleveland. Um, but I, I just think he would be such a such a um, breath of fresh air, you know, to come in and help us. So let's get to the second question. <laughs> we already talked about this. So, how bad? No, no we didn't. Not not this part. But go right well, ahead. Well, we've Ask talked the about question. the officials. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How bad? Have. How bad is the officiating in the NFL, Andy? <laughs> the officiating is so bad in the NFL, John. So bad that yeah. NFL fans are convinced that a ref dropped his weed or vape pen onto the field as he was picking up a football during the Dolphins-Titans Monday night football game. To answer your question, John, it's bad. John, football fans, just look at the videos or pictures online. Yes, John, yes, Packer fans, you cannot make this stuff up. It's really bad. <laughs> so did you see that, John? Yes, see that I did. Pen? Or and the I'd weed laugh. or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd laugh just... so hard. I, I thought that <laughs> was just perfect. Because uh -huh. this is what these guys feel like. I, I just think some of them are on something. Because some of these calls exactly. lately, I'm just like, and I have a thing, and you can do this too, uh, uh, Packer Blitz fans, Packer fans, including Andy. You go on YouTube and you put in bad officiating. And there's a guy, I don't know, he must have a lot of free time on his hands that takes all the bad calls and puts them in a video. And usually that video is anywhere from 20 minutes to a half an hour long. Now think about that for a second, because usually a bad call is like a minute. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It's usually they come out and they say, yeah. roughing the, roughing the passer. How long? You know, How long? Number, it's like 20 minutes to a half an hour. Sometimes. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Okay. He takes the entire week. He takes every wow. game every game and find something at least one thing if not more he, he had mm. one game he found five different calls and i can't remember which game that is but it was it's bad it's just so bad and you know goodell roger goodell which come on he is he gonna do anything no he's just gonna keep on keeping on and and be like well that Some so egregious that people are going to lose their mind. So, all right. So let's go into game preview. Okay. You want to go ahead and do that one, John? Yeah. Let me give you a little break here. So, <clears throat> oh boy, here we go. Uh, so game preview: Packers versus Buccaneers at Lambeau Field. 
Arr. Saturday, oh, Saturday. No, sorry, folks. Sunday, December seventeenth. It's at noon. Yep. Since there are some Saturday games, John coming yes, up. Yes, there's three Saturday. Oh. Games. That's why I was yep. in my head. Um, right. Uh, Sunday, December seventeenth, noon. CBS. Oh boy, yes, Packer fans, the Packer Blitz fans. We are favored by three and a half. Oh boy. So here we go. The Buccaneers uh, lead. <laughs> and to say the NFC South is absolutely awful is an understatement. Okay. Uh, the NFC South Division, six and seven. There are two players in offense that you have to stop. And here we go Rashid White. He has 70, 745 yards, rushing five, rushing touchdowns, 43 receptions for 419 yards, and two receiving uh, TDs. Uh, he has 1,164 total yards and seven uh, touchdowns. Uh, with him also is Mike Evans, who is, again, and uh, we can't stop him. That's why I'm totally, <laughs> totally – like <clears throat> yeah somebody stop him because that's gonna be he's the guy the One only of the receiver yeah he is really good so he's the only receiver this NFL history to have 10 straight seasons 10 people with over a thousand yards receiving to start his career mm-hmm. only really other guy that has ever done that is yes you guessed that jerry rice hall of famer um he did that 11 years in a row Yep, so but not from the start the, of his career, but though. Not John. the start of his, yeah. Correct. Excuse me. So, yeah. So, so Evans has the record for mm. that, but yeah, he so hasn't Evans surpassed has the 11 in a row. Okay. Yep. But either way, it's extremely impressive. And yes, those are the two guys you got to key on and you got to be able to stop. Mike Evans, if we don't have Jair Alexander, which even if he comes back, he's not going to be 100%. So we're going to have to figure out how to stop him. Now, Mike Evans is currently tied with, boy, yes. this is hilarious. Yes. Former Packer wideout Devontae Adams with 91 receiving exactly touchdowns the in his same. career and currently mm-hmm. ranks 13th of all time. By the yep. way, Jerry Rice, of course, is number one with 190. Seven career TDs. Um, so, yes, he's really good. He's going to be a pain in the butt all game for us, and we have to figure out how to stop him. Okay? He's the, he's one of the keys. Uh, so, and we already know about the running back. We can't stop anybody. Uh, yep. <laughs> but here we go. Yep. Baker Mayfield. White, right is really good. Rashad White. Yes, he's really good. And we can't stop the run anyway, Andy. So I, I'm not even going to waste my breath yep. on how But they do stop. have one of the worst uh, running offenses in the league. They're still ranked no, 29th, I believe, uh-huh. John. Which and you're the about Giants had, <laughs> Giants gave up 69 sacks. Did we get a sack? No. Okay, so let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> so that's true. Baker Mayfield, my favorite guy in the world. How he sticks around is I don't know. But anyway, he's having a pretty good year. He has uh, 2,934 yards, 20 TDs, and only eight interceptions. So, you know, they're comparable to J-Love. But Baker Mayfield's been in the league, and he's bounced around. But he's still, you you cannot forget he can run, and he will take off running. Uh, Tampa Bay's rush game is ranked 29th, which is very deceiving because 
guess who sucks at the run? That would be us, the Packers. Um, Tampa Bay's defense is on par with Green Bay, giving up 20 points a game. Um, Green Bay is 21.5. Where the Buccaneers' defense excels is getting to the quarterback 37 sacks. That's 10th in the league. And getting turnovers, 11 interceptions. So, yes, they are a very um, – no, I wouldn't say blitz happy, but very good turnovers, very sack happy. They will come at you, and uh, that's going to be interesting how we handle that. And there are two players you have to know where they are at on defense if you're J-Love. Uh, linebacker Levante David, he has 96 tackles, three sacks, and four passes defended. Yeah, I've seen this guy. Uh, he's only been in 11, game, in 11 games. He's really good. And they have a yep. really nice safety, too. Antonio Whitfield Jr. Antoine, uh, Antoine excuse me, I yep. that. Uh, I believe he was the guy in 2021 NFC Championship game that knocked the ball out of Aaron Jones. I might mm-hmm. think of a different guy. Okay, yep. he leads the team he was with the 97. Rookie, I think that year, yeah, that year. Yeah. He leads the team with 97 tackles and has four sacks and two interceptions, forced fumbles. So or yeah. forced fumbles. So he's. They, in other words, this is not the reason I've been going sounding like I have an upset stomach is because this was the game I thought, okay, we'll beat the Giants. We lose to these guys. It's okay. We never play Tampa Bay well. Aaron Rodgers can't beat them. <laughs> Brett Favre couldn't beat them. <laughs> I mean, if you look at our record against Tampa Bay, there were there's a little bit of where we were beating them. Uh, here and there, but all in all, Tampa Bay has just found a way to beat us, whether at Lambeau or whether uh, there. So, any anything that before I get to the Packers? Nope, they just they're very very deep on defense. They have a lot of really good players on defense, yeah. so yeah. they're very yeah. they're stacked on defense. I just picked two of the top ones, but they have a really good defense yeah. overall. They have a very good defense on uh, all three so- levels. Yes. So this is going to have to be our game. We played against Detroit and we played against Kansas City where those are two good defenses, solid defenses, and we made them look bad. And I think, you know, we we have to look at it that way and have to get that. So we need to protect the football. Obviously, we cannot give them turnovers. That's the first thing. We need to be physical, like you said, with Mike uh, Evans here. Off the line of scrimmage, um, that's going to be harder to do than you think. Mike Evans yep. is a very big, strong guy, but you're going to have to double cover him. You're going to have to say, Evans, you're not beating me if some other guy beats you. Okay, well, that happens, right? You cannot let him get out over the top with Mike Evans or you're screwed. He will beat you and he will be in the end zone. That's a, you got to watch that. Yeah. He's one of Baker Mayfield's favorite targets yes. in the end zone. So that's why I yeah. put that in there, John yeah. is because he loves those kind of yeah. like lob tosses to Correct. the, you know, back shoulder throws or log lob, uh, lob tosses yeah. to like the uh, corner of the end zone or the back edge of the end zone. He's so yeah. tall and lanky. He can make those catches and he has huge hands by mm-hmm. the way, supposedly. And so he's just able to catch these yeah. passes that most normal receivers just can't. Yeah. So, so hopefully Quay Walker will <laughs> be back. I I'm not really sure uh, he will be back. Um, 
uh, Andy and I noticed in the uh, Kansas City game, he he played. He had 13 tackles. He didn't look himself. He, he just looked a little bit out of step, and he looked like he was trying to shield himself. Um, because when he is 100%, this guy is real, making 19, 20 tackles a game. So there's a difference when he's out there. Yep. Um, and you can't allow Rasheed White out of the backfield. That's where Quay Walker comes in. If McDuffie's on him, we're screwed because he's not going to be able to stop him. And you can't allow him to run routes freely and sit down in his own coverage, uh, maul him, bump him aggressively around the line of scrimmage which again, McDuffie, that's not his strong point. His strong point nope. is to kind of back people up and to come in there and, you know, he'll he'll get there and he'll get where he's supposed to be, but it's it's a little too late. And that's because he just doesn't have the speed or the he's power. He's not as athletic. Need. No. He's not right. as, le- as, le- as athletic as Quay is. All right. Here we go with predictions and we suck. Uh, do you want to give your prediction, Andy? Yeah, I, yeah, I four bad predictions in a row, so I'm seven and six on the season. So, uh-huh, John, uh-huh. we won't even mention where you're at, but <laughs> I'm seven matter. and six. I'm still above five hundred, so at least I'm not I'm not six and seven like the Packers are, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm predicting the Packers uh, are going to win uh, twenty-seven to twenty over the Buccaneers. The Packers are back at home. They will play more inspired football, I, I hope. They better. An embarrassing loss in prime time. Uh, and the, the Buccaneers are just slightly worse than we are. So, um, you know, I, I'm saying 27-20, 24-20, 23-20, something like that. So, But 27-20, that's what I got. <laughs> so that sounds good to me. <laughs> Because okay. I give up. I, I said I would never pick the Packers from here on out after some of my predictions have gone south. So I'll go with you what you're saying, buddy. Okay, uh, sounds good. Yeah. All right, so turning the page. Yeah, the Let's Packers need to turn the page. They need to put the loss to the New York Giants behind them. They need to write the next four chapters of this book to get where they want to go and to make this book this season have a happy ending the packers need to win these next 4 games that starts this week against the tampa bay bucks at lambo on sunday according to frank schwab of yahoo sports we've used him before he yeah. says this quote from him the packers have a favorable remaining schedule oh but <laughs> that bad loss oh was a reminder the Packers aren't quite there yet. They just can't let that loss linger, end quote. By the way, he has the Packers currently ranked number 15 in the NFL power rankings. That's about right. That's mm-hmm. kind of in the middle of the pack. Yeah. John Packers Blitz fans, Colin Cowherd doubled down oh. today and oh. said once again that the Packers are going oh. to make the playoffs. No. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? <laughs> no. John? No, no, no. no. La, 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 I'm not listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. You're killing me with that. Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, um, don't listen to that it's, last thing, The good thing Packer. is, John, Packers fans, <laughs> football fans out there, Colin Let's Cowherd is off tomorrow. So make sure Yay! you turn into the herd with Colin Cowherd uh, tomorrow. 
that would be what it starts at 11 central standard time and goes till about 2 PM central standard time. Nope. And uh, he won't be on tomorrow though. So it'd be, uh, I think Thank it's God. his sidekick, Jason McIntyre, but yeah, he's just God. as bad sometimes, no. but again, he's not. All right. So this is a great show. Again, we tried to be positive Packer blitz fans. Packer fans, but we all got to get. We've we said this a million times. We'll say it again. We're the best fans out there. We got to stay positive. We got to be able to get through this. Um, and I know ho- hopefully we will. And remember, nobody, with the exception of small few, <laughs> uh, me, uh, I believe. I can't remember Andy if you said that they were going to make the playoffs this year. So they we went all of our games. We're hundred percent in. We are yeah, not okay. eliminated yet. We have a 50% yes. chance right now. Yes. If they win all four games, and, they're in. Yeah. Yeah. And if you told me that when they were three and six, as we went through our episodes here, we, yes. Andy and I were like, you would have no. been like a uh, uh, NFL referee and be smoking something. <laughs> <laughs> a little Cheech and Chong action. Look that up. Yes. Um, right. So, anyway, again, subscribe. Hit like uh, wherever you listen to uh, Packers Blitz on your favorite hosting site, Spotify, Apple, YouTube. Please send us uh, an email at PackersBlitz80 at gmail.com. Andy and I love to hear things. Like I said, if you don't make, even if you make fun of my hair or make fun of my weight or something, I'm totally cool with it. I don't care. I'm an old dude. <laughs> I'm like, I'll go with that. But please, you know, do that. Uh, please support us every in any way you can. And, uh, well, that's it for the show tonight. Uh, yeah, we need more Ask go- Andy questions, though, John. So Yes, we we'll to- get some Ask Andy questions. Yeah, yes, get some more Ask you. Andy please questions. Put those so in there. Come on, everybody. Yeah. Come on, fans, send them on in. Yeah, yeah. So we just ended it like we always do. Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go! All right, love you, buddy. Talk later.